0: Welcome to Behind the Body, the ultimate podcast exploring all things health, fitness, and lifestyle for women of all ages. Join your hosts, Andrea and Anna, as they bring you expert insights, personal anecdotes, and practical tips to help you live your best life. Whether you're a fitness enthusiast or just starting out, Behind the Body has got you covered. So grab your headphones, turn up the volume, and let's dive in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Body. Have you now or over the years found yourself going through diet after diet, figuring out how to go about losing this ideal amount of weight to look and feel your best, I think we all have. But today we're going to talk about five ways in which your weight loss efforts can actually be derailing your progress and making you less
1: healthy. I'm so excited about this episode because I think people are having a wrong idea about how the process actually works. And what I see is they want us so bad to get a results, but they're doing like everything without, you know, have like a strategy, a a goal, doing the right way. So they are like making themselves unhealthy, miserable, and don't get the results. So I'm very excited about today. Me
0: too. And you are right on. Like, and there are so many ways to lose weight. You can go on social media, on the news, on YouTube, and everybody is trying to sell you like a weight loss strategy. Also I think as like just a society we want the quickest route from the first floor to the top floor right you say we don't want to take the elevator we want to jump to the top floor and so a lot of times we're willing to take extreme measures in order to get that goal you know to start seeing results right away but a lot of that what you're doing can make you really unhealthy and have adverse effects and you know it's funny like When I talk to somebody who goes through extreme measures, like, hey, what's the last diet that you did to lose weight? And they give me something very extreme. And I'm like, okay, well, how did that work out for you? Because here you are
1: again, wanting to start another diet. And it's why it doesn't work most of the time. They don't work because first, as a human being, we're not going to follow 100% the protocol. We're going to pick the things that we think we can do, and we're going to skip the other steps. So, of course, doesn't matter. Okay, I'm going to cut the carbs, but I'm going to overeat the fat. Or I'm not going to do the rest of the things that I should do in order to lose weight. Yeah. So, we go to the extremely without you do the process right. So, you're just going to hurt yourself. You may going to get some results at first because your body is so inflamed. So, anything that you do different is going to bring some positive empathy for yourself, but uh, and after that, do the right things without you go crazy and doing whatever you see. It is the best way to get a solid result.
0: Yeah, and you talk about getting results. And I think it's important to consider like, what results are you looking for? Are you looking for the results to go from where your current state is now to being skinny? Because I think that's a lot of what we think about in our head. We want to get skinny. We want the scale to go down. We want to fit better in our clothes. But what we really want, I can confidently say this for 99% of women, what we really want is not Just to be skinny, but to have a different body composition, right? If you're skinny, but you feel like shit every day, you have no energy, you're in a bad mood, but you're skinny, like, is that really the result you want? Because I can guarantee that's not going to bring you joy and happiness that you think it will. For sure. So let's talk about five ways in which your weight loss efforts could be making you more unhealthy. The first one I want to start with, and it's no surprise that it's you and I like agreeing on this first one, is that you can lose muscle. And why this is so important is for so many reasons. Muscle plays a really important role in our vitality, in our day-to-day, in our ability to effectively lose weight and burn calories on a daily basis. It's an expensive real estate. And so to have muscle on our body means it takes more to keep it energetic, right? To have it move. So we're burning more calories. It helps us to be active. It helps us to be able to lift our kids and play with our kids, bring groceries in the house. I mean, we need muscle on our bodies
1: to age health especially if you want to have like a quality of life you can see like when the the old people go to the doctor and they recommend go to the gym lift weight it's not because they think they should look better because The health needs that as priority.
0: Starting at age 30, we start to lose muscle every decade of our lives. So we want to make sure we're doing everything we can to sustain that muscle, to keep it on our bodies. And so how are your weight loss efforts causing you to lose muscle? Well, the number one thing is when we are looking to lose weight. We are cutting calories. We're cutting certain things. And a lot of times what goes is protein. We're not eating enough protein to sustain not only the muscle that we have on our bodies, but any muscle that we're trying to grow.
1: And also the protein is going to make you full, right? So it's going to help you don't be hungry. So if you have a diet that is pretty much carbs or only veggies, because you think that going to be the the faster way, you're not going to be feeding yourself right. So again, if you're overweight, you're going to lose weight, but not necessarily you're going to be losing fat. You can be losing your muscle because you are not doing the right thing. You are losing weight on the scale, but at the end of the day, those weight that you're losing, they're the ones that you actually want to lose or the ones that you need to have in order to be healthy. So it's very important, a balanced diet. That means it is not touch whatever, but have foods that is going to help you in the process. Not be scared about to eat and give your body the vitamins, everything that your body needs to function well. For example, I'm going to give you an example about how it's important you to eat. If you eat like protein, That is the thing that we, not we, but the people uh, normally cut first. When you eat protein, 30% of the calorie that you are eating, you're going to burn it only in your digestion. So why are you going to be afraid? They should think more about to eat the right food to then cut the food of your life. Cut the, the bad food that we already know what is bad for our body. But thinking about in order that this process work well, you need to feed your body well or yes. you're going to lose muscle. And muscle, it is your best friend when you're talking about to lose fat.
0: Exactly. It is the most thermogenic macronutrient that you can have. So it takes more energy, burns more calories to digest protein, like you said, but it's going to help feel our muscle, keep what muscle we have, especially when we're in a calorie deficit and help you to build muscle if that's also something that you're trying to accomplish. And I think of somebody who's like on a juice cleanse, a seven day juice cleanse, let's say you are consuming zero protein in that juice cleanse. I mean, maybe there's negligible amounts, but what do you expect to happen to your muscle when there's no protein to feel it? You're going to lose muscle.
1: And they. tell that like it's a detox diet, but uh, come on, the base of a detox diet or a detox for your body, it is not the greens. Actually, we have some fat in there. It is the the process of detox is a little bit different. Of course, the greens helps your body, but it is not the health and the best. And the sustainable way to lose weight. You can have your juice, but I also have the rest of your macros because we are not plants to live, you know, like a photosynthesis.
0: (laughs) I think this goes into our second point about how your weight loss efforts can be making you unhealthy also. And that's that you develop a nutrient deficiency. I think in a lot of diets, we go to measures where we are cutting out food groups or cutting out macros. And when you do that, you are leaving on the table a lot of food that provides you the vitamins and minerals and micronutrients that your body needs. Needs to be optimized to function at its optimal state. A good example of this is like a keto diet. And I feel like I I talk a lot about keto diets on, on this podcast quite a bit because I'm just not a fan of them. But you're eating protein and you're eating fats and you're cutting out all of your carbs. You know how much fiber and minerals and nutrients are in carbohydrates, and it's your body's preferred source of energy. So you are leaving so much on the table for your body to be functioning at its optimal state without eating carbs. But I think a lot of diets exclude certain foods and food groups.
1: Yeah, and I think you're 100% right. I think we should have fruits. I think we should have carbs. Good carbs is going to help Also, your brain is going to help, your mood, I love it, the Keto Diet. For myself. I mean.
0: well, listen, I think what you said is a perfect example. People love it because it's effective, because you will drop weight. Carbs hold three grams of water for each gram of carb. So what you're actually doing is depleting your body from all of that fluid and you will drop weight. Your the scale will be less if you cut out all carbs.
1: For sure. But
0: that's a perfect example of how that is the centricity of the goal. But we are sacrificing. It is not
1: sustainable because when you go socialize, for example, you're going to end up having a lot of like wine has carbs, whatever, and you blow because your body is so sensitive. You're not having that for so long. And one day you come from like 30, 40, 50 percent grams of carbs to 300. And you start not only have this impacted on your physique that you are looking good. And five hours later, you look like a balloon. It is not sustainable. This is the hard part because I didn't have any bad effects, side effects for my health. I was pretty healthy when I was doing low carb. I didn't do keto. I didn't low carb. So I still had some carbs. And I did this for, you know, seven, eight months Was was good wasn't sustainable.
0: Well, and I'll tell you one thing that you are missing. And low carb is different than no carb because yes, it's it makes a huge right. difference. But do. where do we get our fiber from? Yeah. We get our fiber from carbs. That's where yeah. it comes from. So if you're eliminating carbs altogether from your diet or even minimizing it, your digestive system... Your gut flora is gonna be in chaos, yeah. and that's not good for your stomach. I mean, of course, it doesn't feel well. You're not having like regular or healthy bowel movements, but overall, it messes up your entire insides, and that ultimately impacts how you feel on a day to day.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I think I didn't get the point because I was doing low carb. Was keto, so I still have some carb. But anyway, wasn't sustainable. And now I have my fruits. I have my oats. I have my good carbs. My mood is so much better. Well,
0: all the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you're getting from that is so important.
1: My skin is better.
0: Right. And also, if we consider another diet, which I think is also a, a prevalent diet, is when people just reduce calories significantly, right? So let's say you're normally at like 2000 calories and you now cut down to 1200 calories because you want to lose weight fast, right? Like sooner the better. Also, even if you're not cutting out any foods or food groups, you're just eating a significantly less amount of calories on a daily basis. Your body is going to be missing a ton of nutrients in order for it to function. So that's a big deal when you not only affects your mood, not only affects how your body is functioning from the inside, but it affects your skin and your your hair and your nails start to become brittle, you start to break out, and just overall quality of the way that you look starts to deteriorate because your body is struggling.
1: I think the most important is to have a balanced diet. Even Andrea, she's on prep, but uh, we always make sure that her macros is balanced. She's still having her carbs, her fat, her protein, her veggies, everything we try, and we try also to change her, the food sometimes, so she's not gonna be only have the 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 macros and micros nutrients from those kind of foods. So her body, you know, can eat uh, different foods here and there, and I think it's why you're still pretty health even. You are not prepped forever. You still, your hair looks good. Your knees looks good. You don't take tons of supplements. You eat enough and your macros and micronutrients are pretty balanced. And I think that it's a, something that plays a huge part because when we're thinking about her, she doesn't have room to lose weight. So it's a way harder for her to lose one pound than for me that have extra.
0: <laughs> so I have to be in a deficit for a really long time to get like stage lean. Yes. But I do notice that, of course, like I told you today, I start to get very cranky. I have mood swings related to my diet. I can tell that my eyelashes start to fall out when I get in an extreme calorie deficit. I start to bruise really easily just these little things that are overall a matter of just poor health because you're not ingesting
1: the... the quality nutrients that you need. Especially at the end of the prep that we need to go drop calorie and be more restricted about the food. That means she has not much options to explore it. And it's especially hard that it is, you know, vegan.
0: But you think people do this on purpose. I mean, of course, I'm doing it on purpose for the show, but people do this as a means to lose weight for everyday life.
1: The difference is we are doing that with knowledge, with any strategy. We are not doing that just... We haven't been in study about it for over two years. We have knowledge to do that. People are doing that just whatever. I saw someone eating that and, you know, they lose weight. Or all these influencers selling this stuff. Oh, if you want, in order to lose weight, you need to do that. You need to do that. And we are so desperate to get the results. And it seems easy the way... So we go going try, but it has not easy way to get there. Exactly,
0: and so the third way in which your weight loss efforts could be causing you to be unhealthy is that you are doing any of these methods that are unsustainable, right? Because you are just going to go yo-yoing back and forth through bad behaviors and back to your baseline. And I think like you mentioned, just cutting out a significant amount of calories, anything that's going to prevent you from maintaining like a well pathed goal, like direction to lose the weight or to gain the body composition, anything that's unsustainable is just going to cause you to yo-yo and cause unhealthy results.
1: What I do with my clients, if I never going to get a client who is eating whatever, and I'm going to put in a 1500 calorie, I'm going to start with more calorie. So she's going to feel comfortable. She's going to actually at the beginning, they eat too much. They cannot even handle that because when we sweet the the calorie from the, the, Processed food for real food, you're going to le- eat way more. Even your calorie is going to be less. You're not going to tell because it's a lot of real food to get in, in these amounts of calories. So what I start, I start from the top, giving some food to them that they use it to eat. is a kind of comfort food. And they start to have results because they already making change. So that brings like, okay, I want more results. So I drop a little bit more the calorie. They are already doing that. They are very more familiar with the food. And I think that is the best way instead to come from like eating whatever. Now I'm going to give you five meals a day that it's so restricted and you're going to feel like, okay, I'm not able to do that. Bye.
0: Exactly. And I think a good example of this too is somebody who is very restrictive in a diet like Monday through Friday right? And then the weekend comes and they're out of their routine and they want to go out drinking. And so the diet goes to shit. You go from eating, you know, a thousand calories Monday through Friday and the weekend comes and you're eating 3,000 calories, right? Because it's just five. Yeah, but it's just because you're, the restrictions during the week is not sustainable. And like you made this point when you put people on a plan and I do the same thing, you start them at a, a pretty high baseline for calories because the point isn't to restrict. The point is to transition from processed food to whole foods and then slowly bring the calories down so that there is not this like big gap from what they used to do to now what they're doing today. And while I think certain people like that big impact of change, you right, like, oh, the, the harder, the better, the less calories, the better, the more miserable I feel, the better, because that means we're gonna lose weight. Like, no, that's, that's not the result. You're going to create unhealthy behaviors. You're gonna create an unhealthy relationship with food. You're going to lose muscle and it's going to be unsustainable. And what happens after you're on an unsustainable diet? You rebound and gain the weight back and if not more.
1: And yeah, and it's so is also when you go to these extremely to put yourself in the plateau, uh, the plateau situation. We need to understand that our body is so smart and everything that our body can do to make us alive, our body going to do. When you start to be too little, little, your body like, okay, she's dying. Let's hold some fat here because if she needs energy, we can get from the fat. size. the fat is our second way to get energy to live, right? To be alive. So it, it is so common when you go to the extremely, even if you, okay, I'm able to stay here a thousand calorie. I'm able. But I still make a poor choice. I'm eating McDonald's. It's one meal a day, but it's a McDonald's. You know, your body not going to keep losing weight. First, our body wasn't made to lose weight. Our, ma- our body was made to hold weight because we still the same that we were when we didn't have the grocery shopping, right. to shopping. Where
0: we were hunters and gatherers and we, you know, killed one elk to last us and our families, our village for a tribe for a week. You know, we needed to hang on to that, store that fat.
1: Exactly. So it is important that we understand that you see like the extremely is just going to bring your body to the alert. And it's what happens to you sometimes. And you know better that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's true. Is Every time we're in prep, my body, despite the efforts of cardio, despite the efforts of weight, despite the efforts of the calorie drop, will sometimes hold on to the weight or... Increase the weight because it is in a state of stress. Like, do not take a, I'm going to die. I mean, I, you know, I'm not close to dying. I'm not close to dying, but, but your body doesn't know. But the body doesn't understand it. So it's holding on to everything for dear life, and I can't drop one single pound. So I mean that's the impact right you are doing your body a disservice when you're putting it in the state of stress and survival we're not meant to live like that and i think that goes nicely into our next point of how your weight loss efforts could be unhealthy is if you're doing it through dysfunctional measures and dysfunction can mean a whole lot of things it can mean everything that we just talked about but to add on to that would be like any sort of extreme eating disorder behavior like bulimia right if you're making yourself throw up after you eat if you're gorging food and then throwing up afterwards. Or anorexia, if you're just cutting out foods altogether and you're eating the bare minimum that you want or need on a daily basis, right? Those are dysfunctional behaviors that could be doing more damage than good. And sure, you may end up very skinny that way, but your body will be in a state of really poor health.
1: The first thing that you're going to lose, it is the joy the happiness because you are feel so miserable. You know, you are fighting to be to have a conversation because you have no energy. And you're gonna start to lose people around you because you are so crazy about it. You sick. You go to the point when you go to this kind of, you know, the polemic that you are sick.
0: There's no amount of like thinness that could satisfy you. Yes. You are there now. Wanting something that doesn't, that your body may or may not be capable of ever achieving in your mind.
1: Exactly. So it is why we are so sick for results for get there. Oh my God, I'm doing, I, I, I hear this a lot with my girls. Mom, I've doing that, my diet for two weeks and I didn't get there. So like, Talking to you, 30 years to decide to do something good for yourself. Do you think two weeks is going to fix your problem? No, it's not going to fix your problem. We need to be passionate, you know, and we need to be honest, not with our trainers, but with ourselves at first place. And it's what I ask my girls when they say like, oh, I'm doing my diet, but I'm not losing weight. I look deep in the eyes like, are you doing your diet? A hundred percent. And they say, like, ah huh, maybe, yeah. you know,
0: maybe here there or maybe you think, yeah, I am Monday through Friday. I'm so good. But then they don't consider the Saturday comes and you're going to eat pancakes for breakfast or the Saturday night comes and you're having cocktails, you know, because they feel 80 percent of that time they're doing the right things. But it's important to take a really introspective look into your habits day in and day out to say Am I meeting my goals on a daily basis?
1: For example, uh, when I was training, I looked for all these with the idea that I want to look good. Now I want to feel good. That is different.
0: That is the fifth point as to how your weight loss efforts may be derailing or making you less unhealthy is you feel worse. Yes. Taking that inventory to say, "How do I physically feel, and is this the right path for me to
1: take? For sure, because it's not a six pack that is gonna bring your happiness. of course, it's so good. I mean, I miss my six pack so much. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy my diet better now. I, <laughs> I swear, Andrea, but it has all history, but. It, It is so good to look good. It's so good to look yourself at the mirror. It's like, man, I do look good. But if you're not feeling good, you're not going to even look to the mirror. You're going to be so like trying to survive, you know, and when you see you only going to look for the negative stuff. So you're going to be looking for something that you still want to improve. And it's not that, you know, wake up and have energy to do everything that you need to get done in your day. And yes, put a clothes and feel good. This is a lifestyle.
0: If you're in a diet, if you're pursuing weight loss efforts, you want to wake up and feeling like, yes, I have energy. Yes, I feel optimistic for this day. I have sex drive. I have ambition to go work out and be social and be outside. You know, yes, I look healthy, my hair looks good, my nails, my skin, like all of those things you want to wake up feeling or else... You are chasing something that you'll never be happy with. You're chasing a skinny that's never going to make you happy because happiness doesn't come from being skinny. It comes yeah. from feeling your best. And when you approach weight loss efforts in the most productive and effective ways, like nurturing your body and eating the right foods and setting a plan and being cons- consistent, being disciplined, you know, working out and strengthening your muscles all of those things build like this confidence from the inside out and your body flourishes as a result. And that's, we go back to the beginning, right? It's, it's not about being skinny. I think 99% of us women really want to change our body composition. We have this certain vision of what we want to look like, you know, our best selves or who we used to be. And that is in a body composition, it's not the skinniest. It's just having that shape, that body, that health that we want.
1: I can safely say that I've been in my best physique for at least 19 times. I competed 18 times. But let's see, like I got my best 19 times because I had my best best after competing. But i never been happy the way that I am right now. And because it is not only the way that you look but it is the quality life you're having and i think people need to understand that eat good food forget the diet name we all need to have a meal plan better good we need to eat and if you don't have like this planet in your mind you're gonna eat whatever and if you eat too much sugar too much carbs too much fat that is gonna affect the way that you're gonna feel that is gonna affect your energy level and it's what i try to to teach my girls it is not a quickly fix a short cut is a lifestyle. And in a health lifestyle, you need to have a little bit of everything, even the bad foods, because it make us happy. But to control it, it is important. So, what I see, and it's what I got so excited about to talk to this today, because I do have a client, clients is not only one, because, you know, we are human beings at the end of the day, that they still, with you know, they are with me a lot of time. Like over the two years, and they still is struggling about understand that to eat how is not a bad thing. It's not thing that I'm gonna put in you and oh oh, but I don't like that food. I don't like diet food. Come on, who doesn't like a strawberry? Who doesn't like a cream of oats? Who doesn't like a chicken? You don't, know, but you know a chicken that you're gonna make with. Tomato, garlicky, onions, flavor.
0: Come on. How can you not like that? Have you not like whole foods, rice
1: and potatoes? Uh, I don't like to cook. I don't like to just stop to be lazy. I'm sorry. Stop to be lazy. Because lazy people are not going to get the goals in anything in life. You know? And yes, it's a lot of effort that we need to put on when we're talking about to change our habits or uh, the way that we eat but it's the only way to get results. So start to try to go hard on this crazy stuff and go hard in your daily doing the things that, yes, it is hard, but it's so good.
0: The one thing that helps get me through any dieting phase, and and actually, let me go back. You were talking about your preps and how that was never your happiest. I, I can say Now I'm getting to my skinniest ever, and it's miserable. I absolutely hate it. I get cranky all the time. I'm cranky about having to diet, chronically diet all the time. It makes me feel like shit all the time, and I cannot. Wait to go back to a healthy baseline, but this is all for a purpose, right? I don't ever want to be in the state willingly without the goal of competing or getting on stage. So I'm going to just say
1: that is a short time. Yes. It's an important and necessary time. That yes, we enjoy the way that we look, but it's not only that. And it's when people understand that we are what we eat. And I'm not saying that only on the physical way, on the physical way. Our mood, put colors in your life, fruits, veggies, good carbs. You're going to have more energy and you're going to start to understand, understand that the processed food, it is not good for us. We can have sometimes, yes. But uh, what I see is people like, okay, I'm not eating at all, and then I had one, I have one meal a day, and it's a terrible meal. And yes, you are losing weight, of course. You, you are overweight. You're dropping weight, drop, dropping, dropping weight. water, dropping muscle, and then maybe dropping a little fat. And then you're gonna start to get sick every month. And then you're gonna start to have little fights with your family your friends at work and then your happiness and it's why people decide to you know i'm gonna stay the way that i am fat but i'm happy it's why people i think as people link the happiness with fat because it is the freedom so they eat whatever they don't have all this mood they may don't look the way that they want they maybe they not the healthiest.
0: But, but they I, don't have the pressure. They don't they have the have stress be. of what it takes to diet to the extreme levels that I think a lot of people do in order to get
1: skinny. And again, I'm going to use the sentence. That I think you guys know me already a lot buying to say that. But at the end of the day, what we want is be happy. Look good to be happy, right? Yeah. How you can be happy if you don't find A way to have a good relationship with your lifestyle, your routine, you need to change first your mindset.
0: And I think what I was going to say before is like, I just beg of people and like pray for people to fall in love with the process of being healthier, not the end result of being skinny, not the end result of having the perfect body composition, because the body is always a work in progress as we age and evolve and our interests change, but fall in love with the process of taking care of yourself, genuinely taking care of yourself from the inside out. And that is going to give you the ultimate happiness.
1: You just said was I was Thinking about to say at the end of the episode today, my tip of this episode is like, don't be obsessed with result, be obsessed with the process. Once you find yourself obsessed with your routine, with what you're doing, you're going to get there. And we are we are always talking about this, but for me, I'm, I don't wait the special day to be happy. I like to be happy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the same. So, for me, having my body function 100% is important. Looking good is important, you know? So, it is the whole combination. Take time to make that happen. It's necessary. So, be at my kitchen on my Sundays, five, six hours cooking is important and forget where you want to be and focus what you need to get done and don't put yourself in a health and unhealth a level in order to get there because you're not going to be happy you're going to be struggling with other things
0: and if you're not happy it's such a waste of life it's such a waste of time
1: it's no point for me
0: no For anybody, if you want resources on how to kickstart your health and fitness routine, some structure around it, visit my website, healthandfitco.com. I have some free resources on there she's the best. But also, we're curious, did we leave anything out? What do you think about these five ways of losing weight that may be causing you to be unhealthy? If you found this episode helpful,
1: subscribe (laughs) and like and send your friends and give, you know, the feedback to us.
0: Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode. And we'll talk to you next time on Behind the Body. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Behind the Body, the podcast that's all about helping women prioritize their health and wellness. Remember, small steps can lead to big results and progress, not perfection, is the goal. If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. You can also follow us on Instagram and YouTube and let us know what topics you want us to cover next. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Behind the Body.